Hello, and welcome to the Poorly Educated Podcast. Yeah, I have an intro. Where we explore the meaning-making matrix of myths and metaphors that make our malleable minds into malicious mechanisms meant to mystically meditate on the misconceptions and myths of that what makes me mistake what makes me me so who are we can we be free can we be so sit with me i'll speak plainly and monosyllabically conceptually answer your questions of who i be it's a poorly educated podcast <laughs> i messed that up bad like also it's hard to say monosyllabic monosyllabically monosyllabically monosyllabic yeah, my problem is that you you and got I hate that that, that word isn't monosyllabic. <laughs> you got that out way easier than whatever you stumbled on earlier. But you were saying smaller words that tripped you up more than monosyllabically. <laughs> <laughs> Today, <laughs> on this podcast, we are speaking. We have a topic. It's going to be a little bit more focused than our normal podcasts. Uh, it's going to be very focused, you. and we, we, we have that level of focus because of our energy levels and our new diet, <laughs> and we have that thanks to our friends over at HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, get easy seasonal recipe delivery kit. They have pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door, and all you have to do is cook, eat, and enjoy. We love HelloFresh. We know you will, too. You'll hear about them more in the show later, but if you want to check out their website now, go to HelloFresh.com slash Smart80. And check out their offers, and we'll be back to them a little bit later to see what we can do. Okay. And today we're talking about... The uh, who you be. You who do you listener? think you are? The and? self. What if you're I. listening to this with other people? Do people do that? I've, uh, Not this kind of episode. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you listen, like, Pete Holmes' podcast isn't a podcast you would generally listen to with a lot of other people, I would say. Is yeah. That, yeah. You think that's fair? Yeah. That's fair. What's, a, like the, what's a good party podcast? Like something that you bring everybody with? Oh, no. Listen, we, we had a watch Rooster party podcast for the Alex Jones Like off topic. Like their podcast would probably be fun in like a, like a get together. Yeah. If, you, if you're all fans. Like at prom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, DJ. <laughs> <of> the DJ. <laughs> Taking yourself to pom prom. If Fuck you know. off, Bruno Mars. <laughs> Throwing off topic 1201. I don't want to listen to Ed Sheeran anymore, bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate modern music. <laughs> I hate to cheer it so much. Anyway, my, my girlfriend <laughs> is here. Uh, Ian's girlfriend is here as she... She, she just... She, instead of speaking, which I guess she doesn't want to do, she typed out a note on her phone that says that her and her friend have listened to it together, <laughs> have listened to this podcast together. Okay, so this is one of the podcasts. We're, yeah. in, we're in there, like, up in prom contention. Is that fair, yeah. Kendall? She Are you shrugged. fine with your name she's on the podcast? A, she's a mute. I bleep that? I no, I said it. I said it, like, last week. I told him, I was like, that's weird. They don't know who I am, and you just, like... Why is that weird, though? I don't know. I feel it gives no context. All right, Ian, talk about your sex life. <laughs> well, this is about I. <laughs> this podcast is about the self. Um, I don't... This is going to be a weird one. I'm going to lose a lot of people like that, that appreciate me and respect me. That's pretty much who I'm going to lose. <laughs> uh, it's going to be pretty like, esoteric. What are you about to say? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I, I, think I get where you're going. Let, um, well, to... To, to start out, this is a very different episode than what we generally do. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had two straight, very silly episodes that were very fun to do, and I think it's time that we change things up. Uh, we're going to try to throw in drops of silly every once in a while just, just to keep your mouths wet, a, all right? Yeah. Like well, a mint. A couple yeah. months ago, Morgan and I had a stretch of like seven episodes where it was just me and him fighting about 
free will and, and, and a bunch of similar ideas to this, which I want to revisit mainly because of how significantly I've changed as a human and like my ideas have changed and right. And I'm an inch taller I than I was seven months ago. Yeah, so I, I think that's that will gotta help. You'll be I able to direct your attacks like more at me. You'll reach me better because of your height. Right, and my wingspan is actually smaller now. And I'll be more scared of you. got shorter arms and an inch taller? (laughs) I don't believe that you get an inch taller. Go up to the pencil marks on the door. I want to see it. All right, I'm walking. Are you? Look, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's taller than the door now. Good job. (laughs) That's a big inch, dude. (laughs) Big inch is way bigger than mine. (laughs) Um, Anyway. How do do we dive into something so controversial? Controversial? well, Ian and I had our biggest fight of our friendship history. But I don't on want this like this. Is, like, is it bigger ha- than the lost fight? H- how do we I, be we more got, calm? How do we yes, Andy? Well, other, it like became the lost fight. It's kind of the same thing as the lost fight. It's that's why I put uh, like I a couple like I said every argument we've ever had is basically contains this idea of like who you are, like the lost argument, the free will argument, like so many of them. Uh, <laughs> A lot, a lot of the core of them are like, uh, are ideas of consciousness and uh, what it is, what you be. But uh, I don't, I don't want to like approach this as much as an argument. Obviously, we'll have like counterpoints and stuff. But it's, I'm more just trying to like express the way I think about it, and like, and like we can each basically say what we think about it, and then have questions. But it doesn't have to be in such a. Uh, in such a, it, this it, is it, the right way. It's because, not a debate. And especially because yeah. consciousness and these things are, don't have scientifically objective truths to it. It is like very, it's entirely subjective. It, it, consciousness can only be examined by yourself. By, by, the flashlight can't shine on itself. Like you, you can only think of consciousness and examine it subjectively because there is no objective and it's a dark room you can't see much other than what's dark room (laughs) but i'll start it out with this metaphor that i wrote down all right we should start every episode this could be your new uh or poorly educated intro maybe not maybe not a metaphor it's more of a thought experiment uh what (laughs) almost the same thing (laughs) imagine the metaphor imagine if you thought of yourself as your left thumbnail like that's who you are that's where your identity is obviously a silly story to tell. To identify only as the left thumbnail would be a really constricted story. To identify as only the left thumbnail and not the thumb or the hand or the arm or the rest of the body that provides a context for the thumbnail to exist. So, but so many of us identify as just these bodies or the mind, but it's like just as the thumbnail needs a thumb, your body needs the rest of the earth and the, the earth needs the rest of the universe. Everything is nothing, nothing is an island. E- everything is fundamentally connected to everything around it and the rest of the universe. Uh, the, you know, the earth needs the sun and the sun needs an, and the Milky Way. And there's no clear edge that you can draw around yourself and say, that's me. Because if you exi- if only that existed, you wouldn't exist. We are not just like all the patterns of energy and in our environment are fundamental in making us. 
And there's the only reason we feel like we're like we ourselves stop at our bodies is because of the nerve endings in our skin. That's where they stop. But that's so arbitrary. For to define yourself as where your nerves stop, is an arbitrary distinction. And I think it's larger than that. And you're also not like your mind or your thoughts. But I think another part of it, in addition to nerves, I think the definition comes a lot from control rather than feeling in a sort of way is as well you know like a the, the, what are our controllable variables and then the extent of our controllable variables is the extent of who we are and what we are i think that can even ex- like even that's still like arbitrary like well it's arbitrary but like isn't everything like i don't think there's anything wrong with like yeah i think well but i'm, I'm just saying like there's right. like unity it, it, it's more of we're everything. <laughs> if that, but like the awareness behind us is universal, and anything like our like egos or the story of like I am Ian or anything uh, is like can be re- like removed. And at our core, e- each of us are the exact same thing, which is just awareness or consciousness shining a light on on the ego. So that's interesting. Even even like neurologically, there's no place in the brain for the ego to exist. There's no center that for everything to pass through that can be classified as the self. It's just different areas of the brain lighting up and like different things falling into consciousness. But there's no center that everything is filtered through in the brain. It's just different areas lighting up. It's it's like a... I'm going to refer to technology, and I only loosely mean this. If if you're going to look at neurology, the human brain is probably closer to like a blockchain type of environment where multiple systems are used in conjunction to create a higher level of physical power. Like, I don't mean like like God or anything. I mean like physically, like the the reason blockchain works is because multiple computers are working to do the math on one bigger problem. Right. And that's the way your brain works is like particularly the ego and the personality is that all these parts of the brain are almost like an engine. Each piston is firing independently, but together they create one like larger source of energy. And it's also interesting to consider things like the ego or your personality problem solving traits uh, as opposed to uh, like weight or just like something about you like to to consider a more practical purpose for their existence is uh, an interesting thought i think they're still just stories that we like tell rather than objective rather than truth like the full reality of any one thing say like a person yeah can't be found by just adding up the separate constituencies of their parts like a heart brain or lungs it's, but it's in the relationship between those things and, the, and all the other patterns of energy in their environment, which happens to be everything else in the universe. So like defining a person as separate from their environment is as arbitrary as defining a flower petal as separate from a flower or an ocean. A common metaphor used in describing the non-dual view and uh, like uh, is that of like an ocean wave. Imagine like being at the ocean and you're looking at all the ocean waves and you see one particular wave that's just gorgeous so like just cascades and you're like that's an amazing wave and you 
scoop it up in a magic cup and you're like, I'm going to take this wave home. And you go and set it on your doorstep to like make your house look nicer. And then you're like, Back wait a second. so far. <laughs> Do you decorate like, your porch listen, with a cup of stick salt with water? <laughs> <laughs> but then you're just like, well, okay, that looks a bit more like just a large tub of dirty water. Uh, <laughs> but like to think of a wave as a separate thing from an ocean is the same as like, that's exactly how a, like a human works. To think of us as separate from our environment is like we are just movement within the ocean of being. Mm-hmm. And we flow. It's like, and with like, even our bodies and 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 the cells, including the cells in our minds, are like a waterfall where each atom and neuron. There's like constantly quantum leaping electrons, uh, like photons shooting, and billions of photons shooting. And don't forget to us. explain. For sure, don't. Yeah, but there, there's like because <laughs> it's working. It? The spleen too. The spleen too, of course. <laughs> but just like the trillions of neutrinos passing through us in any given moment, it's like how we look at a waterfall and we describe it as a noun instead of a verb, mm-hmm. when it's really just movement. It's like it's at any one given moment, the waterfall is not the same collection of atoms as it was in a previous moment. But just because our eyes can't pick up the temporal intervals in between. And they're not, it's not just because it's like looking at a fan moving in the ceiling, like, and it just looks like one blur just because our eyes, unless you focus, I guess, but just because our eyes can't, aren't quick enough to notice those changing intervals. But in reality, our our brain, that's exactly how our bodies work too. And to, to touch on the fan thing for just a moment, just this morning, I had the thought where I remember the exact age I was when I became smart enough to not follow my head with a specific fan blade and watch a fan. Was it two years ago? No, but I was like, I was a kid, and I used to make myself dizzy watching the fan. And I'm like, yeah, I can't look at the fan. I get dizzy. (laughs) I can't look at it. It's too much for my mere mortal brain to handle. (laughs) It was just really natural for me to watch it. (laughs) All right, I'll I'll, I'll throw that in. Kendall just whispered in my ear, my dad's friend got his spleen removed, and now he can't get stung by bees or he'll die. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) So there's that. I I thought you were going to say he can't get stung by bees. End of sentence. (laughs) But in my view, he is the bee. <laughs> He's also the bee. I don't like physicality like that. Bodies are gross. Biology is gross. Bodies are gross. But, but that's why it's like we're it's it's all of it, isn't it? <laughs> I, I I do want to go back to uh, like re-examining conversations in my head that you and I had uh, seven eight months ago, however yeah. long. I do think a big difference looking at how we approached it to me understanding you talking now, and I know a lot of your opinions have changed. Mm-hmm. is if I look back at a lot of our fights, I think I was refusing to try to look at it through an objective lens where I'm specifically thinking of individual experience. Like the for, for your wave analogy, th- that's important because we can acknowledge that and everything about the duality of our, our existence and at the same time, understand individuality. It's, it's not something that cancels each other out. And I think that's something that I struggled with. Yeah, I mean, I think that the individuality, it's any, any sense of separateness is the ego, which wants to stay alive. It's something it has to tell. It's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You have to have that. Like, it's the fucking line I wrote in the script <laughs> we just said. Like, you, if like, 
if if you didn't see yourself as 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 a separate, the, the ego needs that to survive. You need that to survive. If the, if you didn't see yourself as separate from a lion, you wouldn't run from it. You would let it eat you because you are the lion and you're just feeding yourself. It's like all of these things like are essential and it's part of our evolutionary biology. But you can. The reason I am so confident in the fact that I think this is. It's all of us. I realized, I realized your argument back then of it's, it could be entirely different for another person. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe that just because, like, I don't know. I, I can speak for myself in that I have ki- I've gotten glimpses of completely losing that sense of, that sense of I, that sense of ego. And, and if, I, I think if you can... F- We've all been skating. You don't have to You brag. can feel that. <laughs> we know how like, fucking fun it is. <laughs> I don't. So, like, j- just just to clarify for m- my sense of what we're talking about, right? Because uh, Ian and I were alone for all the previous episodes yeah. too. So, uh, so j- just to not necessarily to catch me up, but more to kind of put it in different terms. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you're kind of anti-postmodernist, in at least in this sense, where a postmodernist believes that there can be multiple truths. Like, say, for example. This is real. This is what what I plan on bringing up later. Is my experience is totally different than what you're talking about. Yeah. And like my experience is totally different than what I'm assuming that you've experienced. I've experienced something probably different than most people, as far as like ego and the self goes, just because of my weird psychological slash (laughs) uh, drug choices. Uh, But you know, I, I think it's valid still. But. I'm very against postmodernism in the sense that there's multiple truths. I think there is ultimately one thing that's yeah, right. Uh, yeah, but all of, there's a name for that. Um, Never mind. It's, yeah. it's like the, the, the idea, of like specifically postmodernism is talking like anything can be true. Uh, it, it's very like. I mean, there is no objective. objective. Well, objective truth is made by our subjective. Like our perceptions of reality are fundamentally different from each other but i do think there is like your yeah, mind th- th- is that's more, the thing is everyone's like, consciousness i don't think is it, it would be a miracle if it happened two separate ways mm-hmm. like it's just it's one thing uh there's all kinds of fish i mean well yeah i, I, I can think name, i think yeah, fucking Ryan's got ways. the right idea right here right here i can name three more on top of what you just said what types of fish yeah oh i can name it red <laughs> i can talk about that so right. <laughs> one Two, right. blue. A lot of you. people. I, I have had. I have gotten glimpses of this. Obviously, like I, I've never taken any psychedelics, but I've gotten glimpses of this. Uh, like, but uh, I, a lot of accounts I've read of people that take, uh, like, like mushrooms or uh, sip on that ayahuasca or like acid that crazy or thing. Like that. Um, but they have that similar experience of completely of like realizing you're not your body, you're not even your mind, you're not your thoughts, you're what's observing the thoughts. Uh, but people, but you can have this without it. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, a, like, he's a teacher and like he wrote the, he wrote the power of now. Uh, he had his revelation while on the brink of suicide when he kept like in his head, he kept repeating himself, I can't live with myself anymore. I can't live with myself. And he was like, wait, there's an I and a myself. And he's like, maybe only one of them has to die. Maybe, like and and really the the ego couldn't live with the awareness couldn't live with the ego anymore uh the like 
the light couldn't live with the bulb anymore. Soul consciousness is when the light bulb stops identifying with the bulb and starts identifying with the light. And he, that, and that's kind of how he like had his existential experience and stuff. So but it's a lot like Fight Club, like toward the end where like he tries to eliminate the parts of his personality that at first he thought he really wanted, but eventually decides that that's not who he is. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of like suffering Obviously, comes that's not from. Really is what Fight Club is about, but it's built with the stories. <laughs> like you, you create. You have to. Your ego is essential, and it's formed, but it's well, it's it's essential for survival. But as it as you move through life, it is. I think fun. I think it's very helpful in the practice. It's it's a practice. It doesn't. It can't just happen immediately. But to slowly remove those stories and to like see through the ego it's like it's like i guess our our minds are like the radios and i think fundamentally we're the waves we're the radio waves passing through okay so that kind of that kind of touches on my my point that i kind of i coined this i've mentioned it before a lot of my thoughts on this have come from different experiences with different chemicals but this experience came to me on like the drive to work, completely sober. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, I mean, uh, I've heard this for people that say they come through this realization through mushrooms or something like that, and people are like, "Well, how do you trust it?" First of all, I don't trust this. Yeah. So like, like you can't trust but, shit. But like, if if it takes if it takes you a rocket ship or a or, or, or like whatever it ta- whatever tools it takes you, it could take you a rocket ship just like mathematics or uh, or LSD. To real, if it takes you those things to realize the Earth is still round, the Earth is still fucking round. Uh, but like, but go ahead. <laughs> but, well, uh, to, to, to to jump in on that last Earth is round, I do think not that I'm not on the same side as you in this situation, but it is very different to look at uh, something mathematically provable that the Earth is round mm. to something as cloudy as well, consciousness and our our idea of yeah. Yes, but that's why. But you can't use mathematics for it, so you have to go subjectively about consciousness definitely exactly. i'm yeah, just making the, the distinction like, between like something that's clearly and, objective versus something that's clearly subjective. and even if it does like you, even uh, uh, like i'm sorry you had a statement about it. you were going talking first and i interrupted you I for, honestly i kind of forget what i was gonna say uh, uh i i talked about you being the waves rather than the radio okay okay yeah so I, I i wrote this down on an old phone so i don't have it anymore but uh t- the the only way I can speak about this is through the first person, and I apologize for that. I understand that that's, that's not how you have the, to do it. The, the the academic way to do all of this, but uh, what do you think the show is? It is conscious. <laughs> well, it, it, like, I, I said this before. I'm not a great writer for like scripts, but like for fucking like school I mean, papers, I'm great. You can't <laughs> talk about consciousness like from the third person. It's impossible because it is. It, like, you can try, but th- this specifically, at least like speaking, I probably could if I wrote it down. Is what I'm saying, but yeah. I can't right now on the fly. I get what you're saying. Uh, I am not my body, and we—that's kind of I think what you're talking about. I'm not my brain. I'm not my thoughts. Yes. I'm a cosmic energy, literally being beamed into my body, being controlled. I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird to see page. happen on my couch. Uh, <laughs> I've said this on the show before. Uh, I've seen my soul, and it was yellow. Uh, yeah. That's one of my favorite quotes <laughs> from myself. <laughs> uh, I, I do have a yellow soul. Have you ever seen uh, your essence, your energy? Have you seen it? 
Yeah, I remember on that episode, I was I said anytime I cough, I'm afraid mine's gonna come out. I've seen what that I've seen what that isn't, but I've been that. Does that make sense? I haven't seen it. Elaborate. But I've been it. I, I I've shed the things that aren't that, so I know that okay. I am that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like so. I'm, I'm like, for, for example, uh, one time I was on a little trip. Okay, a little trip to Morgantown, where I live, and <laughs> I was sitting on my on my balcony at about 4:30 a.m., just fucking wired. I had so much energy, and uh, there's this little song called "Collapsing Outside Your Doorstep" by Air France. It's a small song from a weird group in Sweden, and it came out like 10 years ago, <laughs> but it's a pretty damn good song. <laughs> and to this song, I sat there and listened to it on repeat so many goddamn times that uh i don't know it, it's got like a, a weird beat but uh, i kind of forgot where i was going with this yeah because you keep talking about fucking air france <laughs> it was such a good song uh, <laughs> but but you i feel like weirdly it, it is not physical of a person as i am i i disassociate pretty frequently uh and i even like this like to the point where i will try to do it but there's certain tools that i have to use like this song and like other songs right. to do it. I completely forgot where I was fucking going. I, I, I had a point, <laughs> but well, it, it'll come back to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in and cut me off if you need to. But uh, what's really fascinating for me is, and I'm sorry, we've been having a little bit of technical difficulty. So if there's a cut out there, that's like our bad. We're figuring it out. But you were talking about Ramdas earlier. I think it's super fascinating uh, off the pod. I'm, you is me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I pointed, well, fucker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, if you don't, uh, so I quickly to summarize the story of Ramdas, he was in like the early sixties, a professor at, I don't know if he's a professor, but he worked at either Harvard or Stanford. What um, did it, Harvard's yeah. the one in Boston. Back up, back up. Okay. <laughs> was he, yeah, yeah, he was at Harvard. Was he at least a researcher or he was did a he researcher. just like work there? Okay. He, he researched <laughs> and it was before like the whole LSD was very new. And it hadn't been, it wasn't illegal, uh, or maybe it was, but it wasn't, you could research with it and stuff. And it was him and his friend, Tim Leary, Richard Alpert, and uh, they did, like, a bunch of experiments with it. They were, like, gave it to, like, 200, like, people and, like, did a bunch of, like, questionnaires and, like, tests and stuff about it. But uh, home, but they got fired from Harvard. Uh, he went to... He went all around the world, went to India, uh, found this um, this guru named Neem Karoli Baba, or Maharaji. Uh, and he basically, as soon as he went around giving gurus acid, basically, <laughs> uh, just to see if he could learn more about it and stuff. And he... Uh, as soon as he walked up, Neem Karol, uh, uh, Maharaji was like, you have medicine for me. Like, he knew before he said anything. And then he, like, he was like, all right. And he gave him one tablet, which was plenty of, like, how this strength. Mm. And he was like, go ahead, more. And he gave him another <laughs> one. And he was, like, he was like, go ahead. And he gave him three that time, which is a, a lot. lot. <laughs> and, I mean, they were really high dose. I think it was, so they were each 300 milligrams. It was 900 milligrams. Uh, That's a lot. And <laughs> almost a he whole gram. And he <laughs> threw him into his mouth, and then they sat there for a while, and nothing happened. And he's like, 
all right, this guy's got to be like messing. He he like didn't take it or something. Mm-hmm. Like he's like because he didn't change it all. Nothing happened. He just continued like talking to him and stuff. Um, then he let he, he like went back to America. He came back another time with a more and gave him more. A shit done more and made sure that he didn't like made he like showed them that he took it because he was like you don't believe that I actually took it and stuff mm-hmm. and he showed them that he took it and. There's no like, way, if it goes in your mouth, there's no way to not take it. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, they were pills. They weren't tablets. Oh, really? That's interesting. Uh, right. And absolutely nothing happened again. Like, well, he, like, hid under a blanket. He hid under his blanket for a little bit and then came out and was like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and Ram Dass was freaking out. He was like, oh, my God, I just killed. I, I, like, I destroyed this guy. I gave him way too much. He probably lost his mind now and stuff. And uh, then he's like, and then he started laughing. He's, he's like, like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you, basically. <laughs> it's old. Like, and he's so, it's so great. And uh, he was like, they had this kind, of this, this kind of medicine like thousands of years ago. They used it and stuff. And he was like, he's like, it's okay for like getting you to the place, but it, it can let you like see Christ for a minute. But wouldn't it be better to be him? Like, like it was. And, oh and he God. was like, and, and I guess the consensus was like, this guy didn't like nothing happened because he lived in this elevated state just from med- just from like he he was uh, he fucking. What's the word I'm looking for? Transitioned. Nah. Whatever. He 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 had just uh, evolved almost. No, not evolved. There's a word for it. And like, tra- no. There's another one. Transgender. Whatever. But he he lived in this state basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and that's the kind of thing where I'm like. These things can help you peek at this truth, but there is, but it's uh, they're an easy way to get it. And Maharaji basically said, like, these things can be okay if you're in the right environment uh, a little bit and stuff. But like, meditation's better, and like, and like truly becoming like you can do it without this stuff. I I, th- I think that's the big distinction because I and you I can do completely think lose your ego and like just become identify with your awareness and the soul awareness, soul consciousness. I, I do think that I have had a slightly different experience than like the average person might uh, with these things. Well, that's the thing is like it's in in their two hundred in there in like they gave two hundred people as a lot of it was like whatever your expectation is, it kind of amplifies. So if you go if you ask to fucking see God when you did they did stuff, then like you in a way will like it's. Mm-hmm. You have to ask uh, for it. Well, it is. Like it is also based on brain chemistry. So, like, it is. It makes it, sense. It, it, it's, it, so what it does physically is it's a dopamine feedback loop. Uh, the receptors that would control the and release does, of dopamine turns holds off. them on themselves, and it just releases dopamine constantly. And it gets, the idea is that like it kind of like it un, it open it it turns off it quiets for a while the thing that is filtering every, all your thoughts through in your brain through like your ego and stuff it like and I don't know. but anyway uh well uh, not trying to like talk about acid or encourage anyone to take it or anything yeah, like yeah. that i'm just saying that like uh right and, 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 and right now for these people these revelations happen to people uh, like it's and they also um, real quick before before they went to maharaji and stuff, before he went to maharaji he uh they were like ramdas had had this experience of like no, he, like that he wasn't his body and stuff and that he had like and he couldn't really find anyone else that really knew what he was talking about and stuff and then he he came across the tibetan book of the dead and found that thousands of years ago uh, the people were like the, the, it, this book talks about the exact fucking experiences that he was having and stuff and 
and then like the the sixty days before like dying or whatever, uh, and I guess it, it, it's like it, it's a metaphor for not uh, for dying to your ego to your to your original self. And enlightenment was the word I was looking for. Enlightened. Oh. Enlightened. Um, I was looking for T words. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. But but like the, the thousands of years ago, people, uh, this like ancient text, they were ex- describing these experiences that he had had perfectly. Well, can I sub in real quick because I, I kind of consider myself an expert in enlightenment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that right, was guys. such a dismissive laugh from both of us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I don't think anyone. It's like it's funny. Like saying like I am enlightened is kind of like saying I'm I'm, I am humble. <laughs> well, I am so humble. <laughs> Most humble person I know. Well, if, if I could get back to it here, because this has been a humbling experience to have you guys laugh at me. I am <laughs> so enlightened uh, only because of one opportunity in my life and one opportunity only. And that's the opportunity that HelloFresh gave us to sponsor today's <laughs> episode of the podcast. We want to thank HelloFresh. Uh, hello. Did you just drink my pib? Stop talking about Mr. Pib. (laughs) HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner at the table in just 30 minutes. You can say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food because HelloFresh has you covered. Riley, your mom just got some HelloFresh. Yeah, so I I was going to talk about this. Uh, You said that they give pre-measured ingredients, Mm -hmm. and they do to a degree they gave us too much rosemary and that's fucking awesome it was fresh rosemary it's really good uh after we made the meal you know you don't need all of what they give you they give you a little extra but it's perfect because like now you've got some extra stuff in the recipes on the the page Mm -hmm. it's like this is how you make this but if you sub out this for maybe like this or something Mm -hmm. you could also make it we've gave you some extra shit try it yourself yeah, they, they encourage you to experiment because mm-hmm. experimenting in the kitchen is fun. That's uh, the whole point. You could break out of your dinner rut with our seasonal 17 chef-curated recipes each week. Um, I have a big thing where I eat the same thing for dinner every night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm bad about... <laughs> little Caesar's pizza and no, breadsticks. Yeah, Little Caesar's pizza and breadsticks. <laughs> and if you want to start trying things new, it's amazing how much just being experimental with what you eat changes and uplifts your mood Mm -hmm. and if we're talking about becoming enlightened this is certainly a step i can't tell you it's the step but it is certainly a step those green beans were pretty enlightening with that pork dinner oh my gosh HelloFresh has something for everybody from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian there are fun menu series like hall of fame and craft burgers they always change up the menus they always have fun and they have flexible options for your lifestyle listen to this buddy are you listening? I'm listening. Get over here. Ah! <laughs> I'm here too. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy sides like garlic bread and cookie dough. Wow, this has changed. HelloFresh is incredible. We love it. We know you will too. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com smart80 and enter promo code smart80 for $80 off your first month. It's like receiving eight meals free. Thank you to HelloFresh for sponsoring our podcast. That is a pretty good deal. It's a pretty good deal. Good, the food's good as shit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's real good. <laughs> Simply put, it. <laughs> it's a pimply puss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we just lost that sponsor. Um, <laughs> it was after the read. I've clipped this ad and sent it to him. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can end it with it's real good. I feel like I'm <laughs> fucking up this entire conversation, but it's whatever. It's just like, it's weird. It's all, sub- it's very subjective. Trying to define yourself, it's Alan Watts' quote, I think, is trying to define yourself is like trying to bite your own teeth. It's just fucking like. Oh, I've bit it's, my teeth. I, Don't you fucking doubt that. <laughs> What's our dream? What? What's our dream? Bite so... Oh, yeah. I want to bite, bite so hard my lower jaw becomes my, my upper, upper jaw. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Your upper jaw becomes your nose? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're thinking about it too much. <laughs> fucking vampire. All right. <laughs> Here's, can I say the whitest person thing? I have some comments on uh, spirituality just for a second, but I also have the whitest male thing that I think I could possibly think of, which is that I have a cramp in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the podcast that you died during? <gasps> that was a five-minute geek. What was wrong? Oh, I had a pain so bad in my chest that I couldn't talk. <laughs> we had to stop the episode. I've had, I've had well, that. Go to the hospital. I'll say, uh, we, we were talking about hallucinogens a little bit. This isn't necessarily directly tied to them, but uh, uh-huh. in all these things, I knew this episode was coming. We talked about it for like a couple months now, actually. Like yeah. a month at least. Yeah, we, we've let so into it a little bit. But, uh, hope it's, it, it's something you got to think about, you know? Yeah. Uh, I tried to record my experiences, and I'm going to read to okay. you the notes that I have on my phone. So uh, from the first time, it says, Captain's Log, colon, in bold and underlined. Beneath that, Captain's Log, colon, <laughs> number one, <laughs> underlined, not in bold. <laughs> Below that, I want to be Steve Minecraft. <laughs> underlined. Below that, this is what God sees on his way to work. Col- or not colon, comma, by our condom. <laughs> I love that. So uh, that like, this is what God sees on the way to work. That's really good. I'll be honest. I'm sorry, I'm all sorry. of us thought someone else was gonna talk there. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I just found a note that I wrote that I do not remember writing, so I'm not gonna read it right now because uh, it might be incriminating. Not that other things I said on this episode haven't been incriminating. Just show, but just show us out here. We'll yeah, see. I'll talk yeah. about it. I, I need to read it. I need about, to vet but it. But I do think this is very important. Like, talk about like, the like, self and stuff. I know it's like we get – we're super goofy on this podcast. Right. And then we're super not. And then we're – and then but like – But that's real life, too. I want to have these you know? conversations, man. Like, it, 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 not enough people have well, – You can't take the conversation too seriously either. Like, yeah, exactly. Add, add some goop exactly. to it. As soon as you take anything too seriously – You've you missed the point. Missed, yeah, you've missed the point. Thank you. <laughs> it's life is a fucking it's a, it's a play. It's it's a dance. Just and fucking keep eating mac and cheese until you die, brother. What? <laughs> what? This is the wrong show. <laughs> We're doing the drawing board next but week. Like, it's like yeah, and, and like you, the that brain. Is a good title I was thinking about this. The the brain wants guaranteed experiences, and it, like it it wants to be able to do one thing, and then it's. And then something happens. It's why we love fucking like drinking and, and jerking off, and like it's a guaranteed experience. And and uh, it's like when you say guaranteed, you, do you mean like you know what's gonna happen? Like you, I like being drunk because wants, I know what drunk me yeah, w- I mean, that's does. Like a, yes, because I, I want to do something and have no fucking clue well, okay, what's gonna yes, happen. You, yeah. <laughs> like I want to be scared. Well, that's what like Ian was trying to get me to meditate. Like. Uh, seven, eight months ago, however long. I'm not long. trying to get you to do anything anymore. That's a dead... That Ian's dead. Just like the rest <laughs> of the Ian. Just like the Ian that's saying this right now. 
Now he's dead. He's dead. We're growing and we're adapting, and it's great. I, 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 okay, <laughs> he, he, he tried to get me to meditate like seven, eight months ago, and it was something I was very against because I was afraid it would change something in my mind that would like fuck me up. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, agree that there, everyone there should are, meditate. There yeah. are a lot of but, things like but, that that I'm but afraid I've to do. I've tried to meditate since then, mm-hmm. and what I found, and I don't know if this experience is consistent with you, is that meditation gives me personally mm-hmm. diarrhea every time. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, I no always have diarrhea. <laughs> I always <laughs> so the first time I meditated I saw someone with thick poo the other day what's it doing like that <laughs> the, the, the first time I meditated successfully quote unquote uh, I was well, in a barn next to a sheep listening to throat singing in a real life didgeridoo and it was fucking great well, the thing is meditation like <laughs> there's so many different like forms it's really it's trying to like quiet the mind and I've always saw like before what? no my mind screams the entire time and and like kind of still it um uh, but it's something it's easy to see meditation as something that like you do like you sit crisscross and just like say um or whatever but yeah it it can be something that you do like just casually like during traffic sit in your office chair and during doing anything it's something that you like never cease like like they say like, like i don't know it's is there a meditation tip for first timers who may be listening do what is comfortable to you but like literally it helped me like it just depends on where you're at. Like, uh, guided meditation helps me, helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Focus on the, uh, draw your attention to the breath. Uh, like the inhale through your nose and the exhale. Uh, like just focus on the breath. And then anytime your your mind drifts to a thought, don't judge it. Don't judge yourself for, for not being able to focus. Just see the thought entirely, acknowledge it, and then let it pass and return your attention to the breath. And if there is something like, uh, and if you're if you're feeling a sensation, then just like feel it. If you hear something, like just like hear it, like see it, and then just return your attention to the breath, and just slowly start quieting your mind. Th- that being said, w- when I talk about comfort, I don't mean like like literally like lay in bed. I guess you could, but uh, then you risk falling asleep. But <laughs> uh, th- I guess my point is that you should do what you can to to forget whatever you're physically doing other than breathing right mm-hmm. like you like avoid yeah like well, sitting in an thing. uncomfortable chair for example because then you're just gonna be it's, thinking shit my ass hurts it's trying <laughs> to stop the incessant fucking like brain to be like oh i want coffee oh what about this oh after this i'm gonna go do i'm gonna go drive here and then i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna want to do this oh i better I, I i better not do this like it's just trying to get it to shut the fuck up for a minute and just be like fucking and just to quiet the mind. And that is just good. The incessant babbling that the brain. The, the, but how fucking fun is what you're saying? Oh yeah, no, <laughs> it's I'm so an fucking good. Of thoughts oh my constantly. god, I'm yeah. Like the, Dude, it's non-stop. My brain is the Big Bang. Like it's literally just constant inward and outward explosion of energy. Constant inwards. <laughs> All right, that's the episode title of this podcast. We've definitely done right by our advertisers. <laughs> uh, d- d- is there anything we wanted to say before we wrap things up? Oh Aside gosh. from Cosmic Cup Shot, like that will come yeah, for sure. Coming. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's yeah. always it's coming. Um, <laughs> you know, I can't think of anything. I'm excited to read whatever the hell I wrote in my notes. <laughs> sorry if this is weird, like this podcast, but and like I, I'm not sorry if you're yeah if you just like aren't accepting like allow people to trip on their basic wonder of life 
and and it's it's good if you can too. Like just did like, you, did you see? Uh, don't be a vampire. <laughs> you're back to Duncan Trussell. Did you see <laughs> in the description of the poorly educated we put out uh, last night or two nights ago? <laughs> did you see what I wrote about you I, and Duncan Trussell? <laughs> no, I don't. Think I, I listened <laughs> to that podcast, it, but it, in case you know you haven't heard that or. You haven't heard us talk about him. Highly recommend Duncan Trussell. He's great. Listen to Duncan Trussell's He's funny podcast. as hell, too. Duncan so. Trussell Family Hours, this podcast. He's very funny. Um, but he, I heard that term from him. I, I said it last episode, but if you haven't listened. Uh, it's like, I, it, it's just a term for like those, like, those, those what you see is what you get people that cock block you from tripping out on your basic wonder about life. And there's like, you, you can talk about something. It's everyone that isn't yes anding you constantly. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, no is such a, like, eh, like it just cuts off everything. Just like, mm-hmm. yes. It's, I think, and that's what the fucking energy of the universe is, mm-hmm. is we, yes. We are and, a pro-consent um, podcast, generally speaking. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying it for, like, improv. Just for anybody who may be getting flashbacks right now hearing that. <laughs> improv. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird to think about that all, all the people, not all the people, but, like, Duncan Trussell and, like, so many comedians uh, talk about, like, actual real shit. Yeah, because they're all fucked up. Yeah, well, like, it's funny because it, it sucks because so many of them have good thoughts on things, right? Like, so many actually funny comedians yeah. are, like, they've got good thoughts, but it's all masked in a, in a comedy thing. And I think some people, like vampires, will uh, see it and be like, well, it's a comedy bit, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're, that's what you're trying to do is you're trying to, like, it's it's injecting truth into things is what we're calling is my favorite parts of comedy. When And, I mean, when it's, it allows you to see things in a way that is, it, it sneaks things in to your conscious where you're like, yeah, I agree with that. And sometimes and it's best when they're scary or the things that you don't want to talk about. That's what it, that's what comedy in a lot of ways is for is, is, when you can laugh at the f- in the face of adversity, it's everything. That's everything. You're you're bulletproof, and you can you can inject really like deep or like complex ideas into comedy, and with, with it being very into little chunks that are very mm-hmm. easily access- accessible. And I like that. It's very structured. I yeah. love the structure and the and the, con- the confinement of comedy of being like like. Then there can be so much meaning in such a little chunk, and it's so like. And and if you if you're listening now and you maybe feel a little bit of vampire in yourself, you're like, you know, I can imagine moments where I've done this to other people and I regret it. There's really only one way to fix yourself, and that's by buying HelloFresh. Exactly. HelloFresh.com/smart80 for eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Use the promo code SMART80. It's like receiving eight meals for free. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back here. If you're gonna if you're gonna listen to Duncan Trussell family, I, I recommend Pete Holmes's first episode. Any people oh, Pete Holmes episode is pretty good. Pete Holmes's first episode with in like twenty twelve. Pete Holmes it's is like just epi- generally it's like episode good. eight of the podcast and they're in like episode like five hundred or something. Jesus. But uh I would listen to that. It's pretty good. But Duncan Trussell is also good on Joe Rogan if you're Joe a Rogan. Joe fan. Mm-hmm. JRE yeah, he's, people. He's, there's, a, there's an episode where he's just wearing a ghillie suit. And yeah, Joe that's Rogan's the most recent episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else. You want to send it around the horn then, Riley? Around the horn? Love people. Love, have compassion. 
love each other, love yourself. Riley the horn before he keeps don't get, people's don't hearts. Don't get trapped on the Riley games of life. It's Cosmic play. Cosmic That was very dissonant. <laughs>